0: You're listening to How Not to Write, Season 2, Episode 1 Cliches versus Tropes. Which is better? Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of How Not to Write, a show for the novice writer. I am your host, Janae. If you're new to my show, welcome. And if you are returning, I thank you kindly. This season's opener, I want to talk about tropes in romance. (laughs) Now, if you just got squeamish or rolled your eyes at my words, I bet you hate romance. A lot of people do hate romance. I was one of them. I did not like the flowery... (laughs) if you would call it that, the flowery language and the unique or try to be unique names for sexual body parts, but I digress. I remember reading my mom's Harlequin romance novels and it was all passion and bodice ripping. In fact, most of my classmates in high school requested mine. My what? My steamy sex scene. Yep. I, and apparently my favorite author, the late Jackie Collins, wrote our friend's R-rated scene. In fact, it was the first time I ever wrote a gay scene for a gay friend of mine. What I think is impressive is I was still a virgin. Only having read the Harlequins and My Imagination. Imagination is key, my friends. You are creating worlds. Remember that. So tropes. What the heck is a trope? I know you've seen it on TV and in the movies. Do people even watch on TV anymore? <laughs> but you have seen it on Like I said, movies, Netflix, Hulu, streaming, anything. Tropes are common in writing. They are known as devices that are commonly used. Tropes used in movies are like, you know, gangster plots, heist movies, superheroes, and war. Some are based on real life cases while others come from the imagination of the writer. Remember that. For example, my favorite movies are all action. Particularly those involving karate. I love karate. Or some similar fighting styles. My top ones are actually two. One of them is The Matrix. The first one. And Iron Monkey watching the matrix in theater is one of my most treasured memories and i forget stuff on a regular but it was magnificent and quite different from anything i've ever seen i don't want to give anything away but the fight scenes and the slow-mo are the, some of the coolest things ever in fact i went to see the matrix five times. <laughs> one of the times that I went, I had to sit in the aisle. That's how many people were packed into the theater. It was that good. Our Monkey 2 is one of the most visually stunning movie scenes. And after growing up with DC Comics, it was quite an experience to see a different type of superhero movie. No one had become a beefcake or had a brooding childhood the movie took an ordinary everyday doctor and made him a legend i highly recommend you i highly recommend you see both tropes in tv and movies can be a blessing or they can be a curse depending on your taste and there are billions of us on this planet which means some of them overlap When I think of my favorite trope, I have a list in the back of my head, and I hope when I watch movies, I don't get rickrolled. What is rickrolled? For my listeners who don't know, let me explain. Rickrolled was famously implemented on YouTube. The YouTuber would put this sensational title promising whatever, And then when the unsuspecting individual clicked on it, they instead saw a video of Rick Astley's song, Never Gonna Give You Up. (laughs) It was so funny. I encourage you to look into that. So I thought I'd give you a few tropes, examples, and you see if you can find them in your favorite movies as well. Rich Boy and Poor Girl. Ordinary kid saves the world. A high-ranking individual like a president is plotted against and kidnapped. A washed up musician redeems him or herself because of love or because of the love of a fan. Unlikely hero is called to action one last time. The lovable antagonist sacrifices himself to save Earth girl falls for a person that they think they're in love with but ends up with their friend or best friend instead. Average Joe is really a superhero that has fallen from grace and so on. I bet when you heard those a certain movie or movies came to mind. Maybe you rolled your eyes but secretly you love them. Your secret is safe from me. Back to the topic romance. I feel it does exist. I believe in love at first sight, soulmates, and fill in the blank with the blank. Starting this season, I will begin talking about popular tropes in the major genres and explaining the do's and don'ts for each and giving examples. The genres I will talk about include but are not limited to romance, horror, fantasy, science fiction, thriller, etc. In my opinion, every one of these genres, tropes, are expected from the writer or screenwriter. Most people love them, even if secretly, and fresh ideas are probably done well. Books and movies are a tricky subject to me, and probably others than the well. I call myself a purist. <laughs> I know you're thinking, what the heck is that? Well, I'll tell you. If an adaptation is from a book, I believe it should literally be somewhat close to the source material. I hate when movies are just the name of the book to draw in would-be audiences, My least favorite thing about Hollywood is they take a great character and they miscast the role when the author distinctly spelled out the character's race, gender, or physical appearance. Want an example of this rant or mini rant of mine? Now, this is my opinion, not to diss the actors or the movie, but Silver Linings Playbook was seriously miscast. I'm not gonna name the names because I'm not looking to get sued, but the most popular actor isn't always a good thing. I know, I know, it's dramatized and that's fine, but come on, man. Now, how do you find tropes for writing? You can read up on similar types of books in your genre or The fun part, you can watch some movies that you remember that dealt with the trope. Even watch movies that did the trope, but did it horribly so you know what to do and what not to do. There is a dark side of writing a trope, and it's called a cliché. A cliché is something that is overused and it gets the eyeball roll from most readers. It's like something that is overdone, outdated, or... this book down and search for something better (laughs) now i jest about the last one but seriously this does not just apply to tropes but some editors will highlight the cliche in your writing just to be mindful about that you've done this because somewhere in your brain you've heard it before That should be the cold water splashed in your face to change that, or at least be aware that it it exists. Clichés are seen as proof that you are an amateur writer, and you don't want that. You want to be more professional. You want to be taken seriously. And some people call it trying to take the easiest way out. I mean, that's me putting it lightly. If I was being blunt, I would say, you're being a lazy writer, which is fine, but you're out here to sell your book. You're out here to sell your idea to a reader. So keep that in mind. But here <laughs> but here at How Not to Write, none of us are those type of writers, are we? Heck no. In my many attempts of revising my novel, The Lady of Death, I make sure to avoid cliche phrases in my descriptions. For example, I've run into lightning fast, slow as molasses, gut-wrenching, all in due time, head over heels, Achilles heel, head over heel, (laughs) and digging your own brain. Cliches can also aid you by using your head. For instance, if you find a phrase that is cliche, try a cinnamon, <laughs> try a synonym of that exact thing. Fire up those neurons and use your imagination. For instance, for like slow like honey can be said differently. Maybe swap. Slow for sluggish or slow like a fight scene in a Zack Snyder movie. Play with it. Make it your own. Your reader will be highly entertained. And thank you for not having to read something that sounds like somebody else did it. Well, my friends, we've come to the end of this episode. Are you revved up for the cliches? I know I am. Next week, I'm going to start tackling romance where I will break down each unknown and unknown. This will include examples in books and movies so you can do your own research. I will end each trope with the do's and the don'ts. Now if you have any ideas or suggestions You can reach me on my website at www.janaewritesit.com or email me at janaewriter at yahoo.com. Until next time, my friends, peace. Well, that's all the time we have. Did you learn something? Yes? Good. Connect with me on Twitter at Writer one Please subscribe and visit me on Patreon for even more perks. That's www.patreon.com. Janae writes it. Hope to see you again and take care. Planning for your next trip? Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's the show that we recommend. Kayla Itzinis. Kayla Itzinis. I'm Kayla Itzinis, and I have been training a global community of women since 2009. I've created a brand new podcast, Sweat Daily, to help you level up your life and reach your health and well-being goals. From fitness tips to food that fuels you, meditation to motivation, we've got you covered. Sweat Daily, the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you, Awakes. Available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.